What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Welcome, friends. Today we're going to talk about the meaning of life. This is episode 144. What is it all about? What is the meaning of life? What is your purpose here? This is an age-old question, and in fact, you probably have joked about it at some point, right? You've probably said, oh my gosh, what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is clearly unfolded in the books of the sacred scriptures, but can we read between the lines? In this episode, we're going to delve into the way the Lord reveals himself to us in his word. I want to thank our sponsor, and that is Media Angels. You can find more information at MediaAngels.com. You can also find several of my books on Amazon, and that is One More Child. You can read that there as well as A Few Minutes with God. And both of those books are in ebook or in print. You can also find the show notes for today's episode at A Few Minutes with God podcast. Look for The Meaning of Life, episode 143. I've been listening to various sermons online and from some of the best pastors, and it's been so eye-opening for me. I've learned so much. I learn something new every day. And This has helped me gain a new insight into some things that have escaped me in the past. In the last episode, we spoke about Pentecost, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, after Jesus left this world and went to heaven. He promised he would not leave us or abandon us, and he sent his Spirit to give us comfort and to open our minds to understand what he was teaching. As a Christian, I know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life that whoever believes in him has salvation. The resurrected Lord appeared to the disciples many times after his death, and there were many, many eyewitnesses, which is why so many of them went to their death. When you hear about all the martyrs after the time of Christ, you wonder, wouldn't they just have renounced Jesus to save themselves? But they couldn't. They understood that death was not the end. It was the beginning. Jesus appeared to them and selected another apostle to take the place of Judas who betrayed him. And he selected Matthias. And interestingly, we learn from the scriptures 
that Matthias had been traveling with them all along and had been learning from the Lord as with the others. And he probably was in the upper room as well when the Holy Spirit came and infilled him. But something called to the Lord to select him as a replacement. And have you ever wondered why? Remember, we've discussed how the New Testament is a fulfillment of the Old Testament. And it was important that there were 12 apostles because 12 was a significant number in the Bible. So it makes sense that the 12 apostles would symbolize the power of God through the new evangelism, the new testimony, the new witness. Because we are filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're a Christian and a believer, and because they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the power of God was working within them. They would not be able to share the good news that all was not lost and that the salvation of many would take place. Good works work in that same way and God works in that same way. He works through us. He works through his apostles. We see this through salvation history. In the Old Testament, God began his revelation in the beginning when he created the heavens and the earth. And even after the fall of man, we talked about this in the last episode as well, Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers, and he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. We know that your offspring and hers signifies Mary because Mary was the mother of Jesus. And it also signifies Christ. Christ crushed the head of the beast while the beast only wounded his heel. In the crucifixion, the heels of Christ were pierced. The verses of scripture are so rich and continue to reveal more and more as we go through salvation history, more of God's story, his story to us, and more each time we read them is revealed to us. More layers are opened up so that we can say, oh my gosh, I never saw that before. From the beginning, we were promised salvation from evil, and the Word was made flesh and lived among us. In Hebrews 1 through 1, 1 through 4, it states, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, and through Him also He made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he had inherited is superior to theirs. In God's own words, the mystery of life is revealed. God reveals himself constantly through the years as they unfold in the scriptures. He shows himself in the created order, in the world he gave us, in the natural beauty, and even in us, in the humans he created in his image. He shows himself through the revelation and the witness of the prophets in Hebrews. We read that he revealed himself in his covenants with Abraham and the twelve tribes of Israel. One of the descendants from this tribe was David, which was the lineage that Jesus could be traced back to. From this covenant, he laid down the laws as they were revealed, and he made his promises to the people. But in no way 
even with the greatness of all the words and the deeds and the miracles that were in the Old Testament, it is surpassed by the glory that God gave us in his son, which he fully revealed. He fully revealed himself to us, and this is the new covenant. It is the meaning of life. It is the word of God made flesh. If the creator of the universe could send his son to die for us, what else is there? There is nothing else to be said. It's time to drop the proverbial microphone. It is done. It is finished. There is no other revelation that we need to know about or want for our salvation. What is the meaning of life? If you are studying God's word, if you are praying, if you are spending time with him, you will understand that the meaning of life is fulfillment and happiness in God. As we study our faith and as we dig deeper in our understanding of the Holy Spirit and as we grow in our love for the Almighty and what he has done for us, we realize that his love for us surpasses all understanding and the meaning of our life is not only in the understanding of what God has done for us, but what it means to be in Christ and to have him in us. You know, I'm going to stray from my notes here because it just really hit me. God, the Almighty, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Spirit, because there is only one God in three persons, is in us. You wonder what life is about? Friends, that's what it's about. That if we open ourselves up to the Lord, we don't need to worry about anything. Yes, we have to live through each day and, and do the things we need to do, but we need to be aware that God is with us and He is prompting us throughout our day. But do we listen? People want to say that, you know, this is this life is horrible and you know the age old question if God is so good and all knowing, how can he allow suffering? And I think the most amazing thing we can do is look at the example that he gave us. First, he gave us his son, the second person of the Trinity. And this son did not live in grandeur in a castle and make himself king of all, which he could have, right? Especially when he was tempted when he was in the desert by the enemy. Instead, he lived with Joseph and Mary, who are wonderful examples of Christian love and faith for us. But he didn't save himself from suffering and pain. We can read of all the times in the New Testament where Jesus suffered, where he shed blood in the Garden of Gethsemane before they came to arrest him because he knew what was coming. About all the times when the people didn't understand them or they were foolish or they accused him of things, which crushed him to the bone. Do you think he does not understand what we're going through? Do you think he is not chosen a specific time in history to show up like why didn't he come now yeah he may have been considered a little bit off but we don't have death by crucifixion if jesus had come in our day he wouldn't have been crucified think about it he knew exactly what time in our timeline to come right because with god there is no time 
God gave us his son out of love for us. If we, humankind, understood this, we would not make other choices and we would live in harmony. It is with those people, the ones that have been given free will, that choices are made and sometimes they're wrong choices, they're selfish choices, they're choices that are full of pride for themselves. And we all suffer. That's not God. That's humankind. Just think about the enemy, Satan. His fault was that he was filled with pride. And though he was greater than all the angels, he thought he was greater than God and disliked that the angels bowed before God and not him. Friends, it isn't God who sent us death and destruction. It is caused by the hands of the people God created who have turned their backs on him and by the enemy. If you want to point fingers, point them at the enemy. So many people follow him. We have death and destruction all around us. We have the murder of innocent babies before they are born. Any society that kills their, their young, look at history and tell me what you see. It's the end of that society. The meaning of life is right before us. It's in our giving of our life to the Lord. He is here. He is waiting. He is knocking. Will you let him in? If you have not opened yourself up to the Lord in a deeper way, get down on your knees and do it today. Ask the Lord to give you the words for repentance. Ask him to forgive those things that you have done in the past. If you can't remember them, ask the Lord to bring them to mind. And then he will grant you forgiveness, especially if you are repentant, no matter what. There is no sin too big for Jesus. Ask Jesus to come into your life in a deeper way and offer your life to him. Ask him to cleanse you from all things that are not of him and give you a heart that wants only what is good and holy. By opening your heart, the Lord will fill the void, that sense of loss, that sense that no one understands or cares about you. God will bring it all to you in a way that you will understand. And my friends, the truth will set you free. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, how can I thank you for revealing yourself to us through the words of the Old Testament and then giving us your Son in the New? How can we thank you, Jesus, for the gift you gave of your very own life for our salvation? Please send us your Holy Spirit to renew your faith, to renew our wants and our needs only in you, my God. Send your spirit to the entire world. It is hurting, my God. I know the purpose of my life, and that is to have a life filled with the joy that your love brings. I ask for the following needs. You, my Jesus, know my heart. If it is in your will, and in the name of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, please fulfill these needs. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. 
This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.